wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Welcome to episode 342 of Here Comes Some Wisdom. I'm your host as always, Carter. Trevor and Brent are out today, but that's okay. We've got a new guest, a special guest, a returning guest, our first guest. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Charlie Sheen. Charlie, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show, I should say. Carter, my man, it's good to be back on your podcast. I got so much good feedback from the last time I was on. Yeah, Charlie, that was that was like 12 years ago. <laughs> And we haven't heard from you since. So Yeah, well, have you read the tabloids? I'm not known for always making the best decisions and following up on a good thing. Speaking of tabloids, I don't see as many as I used to. Yeah, it's concerning. Like with the weekly world news out of print, who the hell is keeping tabs on Bat Boy? <laughs> so, Charlie, tell the good people where they can find us online. Here comes somewisdom.com, of course, is the blog and has all the old episodes available for your listening pleasure. Episode 5, of course, is my favorite because I'm on that episode. So give it a listen. Yeah, and if I recall, it was episode 5 where, you know, we were going to make plans for us to hang out in person. So tell us, rewind here, why are we together right now? What happened? Well, I had a week clear in my schedule, and I was finally going to take you up on your offer to stay with you at your house in Winnipeg. One problem with that... I don't live in Winnipeg. Uh-huh. So anyways, I thought we were heading to Winnipeg, not Dauphin. I had to do my research on what type of place I was going to be visiting. I'm a big city guy. I don't do small towns. Yeah, there was some hesitation, some trepidation. You know, you're concerned. Maybe not enough to do there. You're looking forward to Winnipeg. You're concerned. Nothing to do in Dauphin. Would I go to a Winnipeg Jets game? Absolutely. Hopefully you have box seats. But would I go to a Dauphin Kings game? Hell no. If I were to sit in the high school section, I'd fall off the wagon and be back on my bullshit again. <laughs> so you did come out to Dauphin, though. Tell me, what was the best part? What did you like most about being in Dauphin? Oh, man, the food. The pierogies are amazing. I had no idea they were such a big thing in Manitoba. Don't get me started about Mr. Mike's good steak and good laughs. I've never seen a restaurant have such funny artwork. It's actually really nice here. I was a bit surprised when we first arrived, but I've really enjoyed my time in Dauphin. So we hyped it up in episode five, what exactly we were going to do here. So here, you take the floor, you take hosting duties. Give me a vivid description of, you know, what we got down to. We played Mario Kart, of course. I thought we'd have to dig out your Super Nintendo from the closet, but you were prepared and it was already hooked up to the TV. We sat on the couch, eyes glued to the screen. The sound of revving engines filled the room. We had to turn it up real loud because the dogs were barking. I've always been a fan of Yoshi. He's just a cool character, and I like his speed and handling. Who did you pick again? Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah, Donkey Kong. There was a lot of trash talking, but it was just friendly competition as we vied for first place. I remember feeling my heart racing like I was smoking crack again as I approached the finish line on Rainbow Road, dodging obstacles and trying not to fall off the edge. We were neck and neck. Looked like it was going to be a photo finish. In the end, you managed to edge me out, but I didn't mind. I'm the champ. It was just a game, and we were all having a blast. Mm-hmm. Plus, I knew we'd play NHL 95 next, and I'd kick your ass. Hey, come on. I'm a pretty good NHL 95 player. But you got some training from Trevor back when uh, you guys played in L.A., right? Oh, yeah. Trevor taught me all the tricks, starting with using the Florida Panthers and playing as Bob Kadelski. Do you even, like, were you playing this game 30 years ago when it came out, or do you have any memories of that time in hockey? I remember back in 1992... I was living in Los Angeles. I had the pleasure of getting to know Bob Kudelski when he played for the Kings. 
I never saw Bob play, but we did coke a few times at a mutual friend's house. <laughs> he was really gracious and friendly, very generous, sharing his stash. Well, I've heard that. One time I ran into Bob at a coffee shop. We started chatting about the King's season and how he was feeling about the playoffs. I ended up punching the barista for messing up my order, but it was the 90s and you could get away with that kind of stuff. Why is that? I guess the tabloids were too busy keeping up with Bat Boy. <laughs> so I see you flipping through that phone. It's, you know, Saturday night, getting late here in Dauphin. Or a town that doesn't stay up too late. Do you have any friends, like, in the city that doesn't sleep or something? We could give a call, get them live on the show, you know, use some of that celebrity connection, book someone else. For sure. I know just the guy. I told him I was coming up here to hang out. Let's call him up and say hi. How you doing? This is Tony Danza from New York City. Charlie Sheen. What's going on tonight, brother? Are you in Canada with that Here Comes Some Wisdom podcast like you were talking about? Tony, Tony, Tony. You bet I'm up here in the great white north thinking about going to get a kick-ass chicken salad at Mr. Mike's later tonight. But first, we are recording an episode of the podcast. I don't know about that show, man. Are we on live? We are. We are Miss, hey, Mr. Danza, this is Carter. And yeah, we're on live and it's a pleasure to finally speak with you. Uh, we're big fans of yours. Come on, Tony. These are good guys. I can vouch for them. You know, they've been using my likeness for like 13 years now, right? Yeah, it's you're a symbol of the show, a symbol of your greatness. We try to convey in every single episode. You're always you're always right. You're right there on the logo, man. Me flipping a go kart. I think they're relying on the stereotype that Italian Americans can't drive. It's not our fault. We have a terrific subway system and don't need to drive that much. But not this guy. I was on this little show back in the 70s and 80s called Taxi. You even heard about it? Oh, yeah. It was a pretty big deal, and I went to driving school to get that role, so I don't appreciate them making fun of my driving. But if Charlie vouches for you, then you're good guys in my book. Now, if you excuse me, I'm halfway through my cannoli. It's good, but now you got me thinking about a Smuggler's Cove sirloin from Mr. Mike's, and now I'm just jealous. You guys have fun tonight. See ya. I'll call you next time I'm in New York. Good night, Mr. Danza. Thank you. Damn, that was awesome. Thanks, Charlie. Like, it sounded like we had a little bit of beef with him to start. And, you know, you played Peacemaker and really smoothed things over. And now I think, you know, uh, he's okay with us using his likeness the last 13 years. And maybe we start a more of a relationship going forward. Yeah. Not only have I been working on myself, I've been trying to mend other people's relationships these days. It's all part of this program I've started with my new doctor. Oh, yeah. Is he, like, uh, at um, a hospital or the clinic or, like, the Betty Ford Center or something like that? He's, like, more of a psychologist. He has a really big team of people that work with him. It seems like a really well-run organization. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, just, you know, with your fame and your money and everything like that, uh, just, just worried that someone might, uh, you know, leech on and take advantage of you, especially if you're you know, frequently in and out of uh, the best state there. I've got his number. Uh, let's call him up. I'll show you. You've got nothing to worry about with this doctor. Good evening, Charles. I, I hope you are doing well and taking all those pills I prescribed you. Hi, Doc. I am. Thanks for always reminding me. I'm up in Canada now recording an episode of a podcast. Hi, sir. Doctor, uh, this, 
Um, as Charlie said, yeah, we're recording right now. Uh, thanks for looking after my guy here. Uh, introduce yourself to our audience. Ah, uh, yes, for the uninitiated. I am Dr. Purnell Charles Williams. Uh-oh. But you can call me Dr. Chuck. <laughs> I'm the lead researcher with Brains Research, having received my education from Harvard and UC Berkeley. What did I tell you? This guy's super legit. Well, those are some very good credentials, Dr. Chuck. Now, you two just said I was on a what, a podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's called Here Comes... Hey, you know, what's in the name? What, why is the name so important? Let's not worry about that. Whoa. So... I've just had some bad experiences with podcasts before. Spreading rumors and defamation that ain't true. I understand, Dr. Chuck. And I can safely say we're not one of those podcasts. So how'd you guys start working together? Medical expert, patient... I want to hear the story. Dr. Chuck told me he's revitalized the careers of countless actors that have suffered with substance abuse issues. In fact, it was Dr. Chuck that got Robert Downey Jr. the role in Iron Man. Is that a fact? Wow. Most certainly is. Awesome. Well, I want to hear more about how the two of you uh, um, work together. Charles and I not only connect on a professional level, but we also connect on a personal level. Like Charles, I have felt the disastrous effects of divorce. I hear you, Doc. I've done that rodeo three times now. Let me see here. First there was Donna. We got divorced. Then Denise. We got divorced. Then there was Brooke. We also got divorced. I am currently going through my second divorce. My previous divorce was especially horrific. She took my house in California. She was the worst. Charlie, you said Donna, Denise, and Brooke. What about Kelly Preston? You two were married, right? I thought I thought you were. Kelly and I were just engaged when we split. Oh, that one was before my time. There are... How did, how did things end with you guys? I uh, actually shot her by accident. Oh, my. Oh, to be fair, she was kind of the worst, though. Am I right? Right. But for real, De- Denise was kind of um, the worst. I won a Golden Globe back in 2002, and it disappeared. She said she must have accidentally put it away while she was cleaning or something. But come on, she never cleaned. Haha, <laughs> man, that's so true. See, we really connect on a man-to-man level here. I hear you. I hear you. Um... Yeah, let me connect too. So yesterday I made some eggs, scrambled eggs and ham, brought it up to my wife, breakfast in bed, and uh, didn't really eat any of it. Uh, I said, what's up? She said, you know, there's an eggshell in my eggs. Didn't like it. It's gross. Shit, man. Now that's the worst. That's the worst. Oh, yeah, definitely the worst. But let me tell you about my ex-wife. Now let me tell you, she's the worst. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, I'm excited. Let me get Tony back on. This is something he's going to want to hear. You better not be calling me with a mouthful of lodge chips and bighorn lager. Tony, we haven't left for Mr. Mike's yet. Just thought you wanted to hear this story of Dr. Chuck's ex-wife. Oh, for sure. Uh, especially if she's as bad as my ex-wives, Rhonda and Tracy. The worst. Okay, the floor is yours, Dr. Chuck. Let's hear this. This was during the time of my life where I was spending a couple of years on the professional tennis tour training two women, Sloane Stevens and Coco Vandeweghe. We went to all the tournaments, Indian Wells, Italian Open, French Open, Australian Open, U.S. Open, you name it. I wasn't their tennis coach, but their speed and conditioning coach. We're training for Wimbledon, and you'll never believe the phone call I get. Can I say bitch on this podcast? Because I'm going to say bitch on this podcast. <laughs> 